Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. So we finished up the book of Esther yesterday, and today we turn the page to Job. And two things about Job before we dive into it. First of all, chronologically, if you're going to order the books of the Bible chronologically, you would probably put Job way at the beginning of the Bible. And many of the people who do that put it right after Genesis. A lot of the people believe that the setting of the book of Job is similar to the setting of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Job is not an Israelite per se, but it seems like the author of this book is probably Jewish or Israelite or part of God's covenant family trying to help us understand one of the problems that we all face, which is the problem of suffering and how do we think about suffering and how do we think about God in the midst of suffering. Second attribute that we should mention is that this is a piece of wisdom literature. So scripture, there are all kinds of different genres of scripture. Most of what we've read in the Old Testament has been narrative. That's just storytelling, telling the historical story as it unfolds. This is a piece of wisdom literature, which is kind of meant to shape the moral or ethical lives and thoughts of the people reading it, often covers practical topics like suffering. And so with that said, let's just dive into Job chapter one. We're going to kind of go through the first couple chapters today. And uh, then we'll be set up to take this book on. Chapter 1, verse 1. There was a man living in the land of Uz whose name was Job. That man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. There were born to him seven sons and three daughters. He possessed 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 female donkeys, and very many servants, so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. So, Job is a big-time guy, and he trusts the Lord. He walks blamelessly before the Lord. Those are a couple things we want to establish right away. Verse 6 starts this scene where God is with the peop- the the men of God or the sons of God in heaven, it seems like, and there's this discussion. So there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves to the Lord And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and walking up and down on it. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and is his house and all that he has On every side not protected, you have blessed the works of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But if you stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, get rid of it, he will curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your hand. Only against him do not stretch out your hand. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Then verses 13 and following describe how Job loses his oxen and his donkeys, all of them. And then Job loses all of his sheep. And then Job loses all of his camels. And then Job loses his sons and his daughters. God has essentially given Satan the ability to take these things out of Job's hand. And Satan is wanting to prove to God that if I take these things away from Job, he will stop worshiping you and he will turn away from you. The reason he's righteous, Satan says, is because you have protected him and you've blessed him. But if you take away his blessings, he will curse you. Here's what it says in verse 20. Job arose and he tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshiped. 
And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. So what an incredible response from this man who has had everything taken away from him. Let's then go to chapter 2. Here's Satan and God and the sons of God meeting together again, and we're in verse 3. The Lord said to Satan, this is after he's lost all these possessions and his kids, Have you considered my servant Job, that there's none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? He still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without reason. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give for his life. But if you stretch out and touch his bone and his flesh, he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand, only you must spare his life. So then Satan strikes Job with sores and strikes him with health problems. And in verse 9, it says that Job's wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women would speak. Shall we receive good from God, and shall we not receive evil? And again, in all of this, Job did not sin with his lips. So you've got this kind of cosmic contest, it seems like, shaping up between God and Satan. Satan says, I'm pretty sure I can get this guy who's blameless and righteous to turn against you, because the reason he's blameless and righteous is because his life has been good and easy. And so God gives him the freedom to tear Job's life apart And what we're going to explore in this book as we study it further, and it's interesting that it comes on the heels of the book of Esther. One of the things that we establish in the book of Esther is that God is completely sovereign. God is sovereign over every aspect, every little detail of our lives. And then you have to look at suffering, and that's kind of the topic of the book of Job. If God is sovereign over every detail of our lives and we suffer, then what's that about? It raises questions about God's character. Is God just? And does he run the universe and does he deal with humans justly? Or is he just kind of willy-nilly and there's no rhyme or reason to what's going on? Ultimately, how do we think about suffering and how do we think about worshiping God amidst the reality that we all suffer and that there's bad and that there's evil in the world. Well, I'm sure all of us can identify with this at some level or another, and it's going to be interesting as we explore the book of Job. Ironically, it's not going to answer the question, why do people suffer? But I think it's going to give us a picture that we can still trust God amidst our suffering because he's big, he's in control, he's good, and that's a great thing. Stick with us as we unfold the book of Job. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. 
If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.